0: Okay, All right, now we're going to go back and we'll talk about, move on, trailers going, trailers going, trailers going. Are you going. slipping it in later? Yep, slipping it in later. That's what Megan says. <laughs> <laughs> Are you slipping it in later? Well done, gal.
1: Welcome to Born to Watch, where three old mates review and discuss movies that mean the most to them.
2: Why hello there
0: fellow watchers, welcome back. It's Whitey, your host for Born to Watch and we'd like to welcome you back into the panic room today for another Kurt Russell special, Tombstone. As it is pissing with rain outside tonight, it's reminding me of the fateful night at Tombstone after the OK Corral where shit gets real for Wyatt Earp. It's a modern Western masterpiece, this one. It's probably the movie that made me fall in love with Westerns, really. And it's the story of the famous town and how Wide Earp brought his special form of justice to it. Very excited to be talking about this movie. And it was specially requested by the man on the land himself, the Hat Morgs. And tonight's a big night because we're going to unveil two new categories for you guys, which we're very excited about. But before there, let's get to the team. Of course
1: in the studio with me number two gal how are you mate oh super can't wait for this one great movie really looking forward to it been a big week we've been blowing up seeing a lot of good feedback on the socials hearing a lot of good stuff about our stats going yeah. in well i think the, the stats are at least one person's favorite part of the podcast getting a lot of good feedback mate i'm telling you from super fans so that's great
0: good gal you're, you're transcending and we like that now up there in noosa coming in from the land uh morgsy how are you bud
1: yeah, most well.
3: I'm here with uh, my bottle of Cat amongst the Pigeons. I'm going to limit it to one bottle tonight. I uh, got a bit of feedback from uh, on the line that uh, I was a bit lit the fuck up last week, so uh, I'm going to tone it down a bit for you this week.
0: Yeah, it was. I think it was when you announced that you were going for the second bottle that the thing started to slide downhill pretty quickly. We enjoyed it. Uh, it, was, it was good to see that side of you, Dan. We don't see it very often.
1: Mate, you really wound up into that, didn't you?
3: Yeah, good. I mean, John Claude damn, he brings it out and all of us. It's just a bit of, bit of testosterone <laughs> filled with uh, 1.5 litres of, 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 of uh, cat amongst the pigeons, Plonk. Uh, no, I think it was Cal Bommie uh, last week. Shout out to Dan Murphy. Um, yeah, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep it in check this week as much as I can.
0: Yeah, well, mate, uh, not too much in check. You know, we, we like who you are. Doesn't matter about everyone else. Now, Gal... Tell us about the movie. Tell us about Tombstone.
1: Oh, here we go. Justice is coming. Tombstone is the action-packed, star-studded western that brings the legendary feud between the Earps and the Clantons to life. Former US Marshal Wyatt Earps plan for peace, quiet and prosperity misfires when his brothers and the outrageous rogue Doc Holliday encounter the ruthless band of outlaws, the Cowboys. Together, the Earps team up with Doc Holliday to bring law to the lawless in a notorious showdown with these ruthless outlaws at the OK Corral. Yeah,
0: really good synopsis, guy. One of your best so far. Probably, probably the best synopsis that you've read. I didn't know about the OK Corral. I didn't know that Wyatt was involved in the OK Corral before I watched this movie. So, of course, I'm Australian. I don't know a lot about American history, especially that far back.
1: So you just heard about Gunfight at the OK Corral? I'd heard of the
0: Gunfight at the OK Corral. I didn't know anything about it. So this movie educated me what about is, that.
3: What is the OK Corral? Is Corral like where the horses go? No, yep. not is it
0: a That's, Corral. Yeah, it's, uh, it seemed that way. It's In the movie, it did. You're the guy on the land. Yeah, come on. Don't you have a corral up there at Noosa?
3: I'm not on on the US land. I don't have a homestead. I I, I have a farm. So, uh, yeah, we don't call them corrals up
0: here. Look, I beg to differ. I don't think you got either. But anyway, let's listen to the trailer.
2: It was a place where a man could start over where a fortune could be made. They say every town has a story. Tombstone has a legend. Who is he? That's Wider. Made Better name for himself as a peace officer. I heard of you. I'm retired. You must be Doc Holliday. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Hollywood Pictures presents the only real law around here is the Cowboys. The story of Wyatt Earp. The first time in our lives we got a chance to stop wandering and finally be a family. Now, this is trouble we don't need. If we're gonna have a future in this town, it's gotta have some law and order.
4: What do you want, Ringo?
2: I want your blood. I want your soul. I want them both right now. They shot your brother. Now the time has come for justice. Guess maybe you better swear me in and he has to live up to his reputation. You got to fight coming. I'll be there! One last time. None of your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. In a battle. The last charge of Wyatt Earp and his Immortals. At the OK Corral. Oh, my God. The West would never forget. Kurt Russell. Val Kilmer, Dana Delaney, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, and Charlton Heston. You tell them I'm coming and hell's coming with me! Justice is coming to Tombstone.
0: What a trailer. If only we could see it and not only hear it, but it evokes the emotion anyway. So let's talk about how this movie rates. On IMDb, this is a 7.8 out of 10. A 74% on the tomato meter and hold on a minute fellas, 94% audience rating on on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I don't, pay much for that but because it's a good rating I'm going to run with that now that's the first time I've actually been really happy with a rating it's really really getting me pumped up for this uh, podcast now as I said earlier I think this was the western that made me fall in love with westerns Unforgiven was the year before won the Academy Award with Clint Eastwood and that was probably I didn't see that at the cinema but this was the western probably the first real western that I had seen at the cinema and we'll talk about that in a minute This movie's, uh, again, I'm going to go off early and I went off last week, but this is a great movie. This is, regardless of the fact that it's a Western, this is a really, really good movie. Really good fun.
1: Yeah, it's a great movie. And same with me. I loved Westerns and and this one was action-packed. It was great. And Wyatt Earp came out around the same time too, but this, to me, wiped the floor with it. And we might get into that a little bit later.
0: We'll get into that a little bit later. What are your thoughts, Morgs, about Tombstone?
3: Yeah, big fan. I didn't pick it because I thought it was shit, but uh, I, on the rewatch, it was. It's long. Uh, that was, uh, I guess, one thing I noticed. And there's the, the some bits that I'd probably cut out if I was afforded the chance to fit it with the trimming shears. But. Uh, yeah, look, just a just a good um, watch, enjoyable watching experience, and uh, especially after seeing it uh, many many times, uh, it was good to reacquaint myself with it. And uh, we'll talk about the cast, but Val Kilmer just for me, uh, absolute scare down this. Uh, Luke Nixon called that out through the week, uh, the pelt, and uh, have to agree with him. It, it really is Val's, if not his best work, uh, definitely in the top two or three.
0: Yeah, I think for Val, it's it's this and, and Jim Morrison in the doors i think these are his two iconic real iconic roles i know we talked earlier on or on the very first episode of born to watch about uh the ice man but and the ice man yeah it, it's a good role but in terms of meat on the bone uh obviously jim morrison's got the most meat on the bone from a role perspective but but this is pretty
1: good this is a great role he's unbelievable in this movie yeah he brings so much to it and you know i can't imagine anyone else being in it Apart from me, he just nails the role. He does, he
0: does. So let's talk about the cast now that we've sort of had a little chat on uh, Val. But let's let's go, Gal. Let's let's walk through the cast. Tell me about it.
1: Well, obviously, major star is Kurt Russell. I mean, what is this? Our third. We love him, Kurt Russell movie. It's a bromance. You know, it's official. It's a definite bromance. Yeah. Um, and this
0: that moustache nearly tips me over the edge. Yeah, he's and
1: how good's his hair? Oh, there's nothing got, bad about Kurt in this movie. He kills it. He's got yeah. the long hair. Got the mustache, and all those mustaches are real, all their, all their facial hair is real in the show. Yeah,
0: mate, it's, it's awesome.
1: But yeah, what do we say of what we haven't already said about Kurt? I mean, yeah, we, can probably gloss,
0: we can probably gloss over Kurt to be honest because yeah, we, can. we can't say any more. No more superlatives
1: for Kurt Russell. No, unless you've got something, Morgs.
3: No, I agree. I think that you know, obviously our, our love for Kurt is well known. Uh, he, he looks outstanding, and uh, I can understand how Dana Delaney would want to root him. He's definitely, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a great role. And uh, uh, <coughs> some interesting feedback on the making of the film, Gow, which I think we'll go into a bit later. But uh, he was he was very, very, very heavily involved. He'd not just been the star, but in the making of this one. So, yeah, yeah yes, Kurt was. is on, on song again. But, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But uh, cast, it, it goes pretty fucking deep, this
1: guy. Big
0: deep. Gow's, Gow's got nice. a lot ahead of him here, so let's let him go. Oh,
1: we're going to get through it. Well, we've already hit on Val Kilmer. Yeah. You know, it was Doc Holiday, I don't. I think we can. I think we can. Yeah, let's on. let's move to, on. Move on. Just, just interestingly, there was someone who auditioned for the role of Doc Holiday, mm. and that was Billy Baldwin. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> that? Fuck off, Billy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you Billy imagine Baldwin. Billy, 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 and Kurt back together after Backdraft? Fuck off, Billy.
0: That's all I have to say to you. Move on.
1: I was out there doing it, Wyatt. <laughs>
0: You don't know what I was doing. <laughs> you don't know what I saw. Oh
4: God! He, he could, he could, you know
0: what he could. What would be actually interesting to see is if Billy took all these lines from Backdraft and just used them in water. Earth. That just, would be amazing. just wind his way through just the role. Tombstone. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God! Um, another one was Willem Dafoe was actually supposed to play. It. Well, he was, I think he was, cast. he was cast. He was actually cast. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm jumping ahead. You probably are, here. but anyway, I'll leave on. that. That's all good. Then we get down to Sam Elliott. What an awesome actor, mate! The best moustache so in the game. Yeah,
0: the best moustache, and and another another born to watch favorite, Roadhouse. Oh, great! And I tell movie. you what, he's really freaking good in A Star Is Born. Though. Yeah, he is really good. He though. is mm-hmm. really. I just watched some of that the other day, and he is powerful in that movie. Great actor, love him.
1: Yeah, I remember. I didn't know about him until yeah until we looked at Roadhouse, and yeah. then I was like, wow, this guy is great, and he he just. Suits that role perfectly.
3: Sam Elliott. I was going to say he. Uh, I think he gets a little confused though when he's in his old age. He's heading into geriatric territory, and he's confused in the fact that he's an actor who plays a cowboy with being a, a real cowboy because he was. He, he got the shit about that recent Jane Campion film about the uh, about the cowboys that were shot in New Zealand. I can't remember what the name of it. There's that uh, the. the uh, I won't spoil it, but a couple of characters are gay in that film, and. Uh, Sam Elliott decided that Cowboys were pretty gay and uh, he, he just uh, was, wasn't having it. Uh, so I don't know. Uh,
0: he obviously Demi hasn't Elliot? seen Brokeback Mountain.
3: No, I was going to say, I think uh, it, it being a, a human film about humans, you find a few of them. Would have been uh, would would have been game Mr. earlier, but I think him and um, him and Charlton Heston are the two that confused their roles of playing cowboys with being actual cowboys a bit too much.
0: Oh, Charlton Heston—that's that, a whole other kettle of fish. But anyway, keep going, g man
1: We've got Powers Booth Love as him. Curly Bill. Yeah, great. Yeah, what a great character actor. He's yeah. in so many good things. Yeah, right, sudden—he was in *Sudden Death*. Yeah, with John Claude. With John Claude, yeah. I didn't realize that. But he's um, the baddie. He's really good in this movie too. But he's—he's he's been in quite a few series. He was in *Deadwood*, *Agents of Shield*.
0: Mate, he's a he's a jobbing actor, as Morgs would say. A real jobbing actor. Yeah, yeah. Where was, he, was he in
3: Deadwood? Who was he in Deadwood? I can't remember him in Deadwood.
1: Um, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. He was in... Gow's, he, Gow's research only goes so only far, goes mate. Only goes so deep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was in 24 as well.
0: Yeah, he was in 24. He was,
1: he was, 24, right. Yeah. Okay. He was VP Noah Big Daniels. name. That's, that's yeah cool, it is
0: a shit name is he i oh, know he's not I, th- I was thinking he was in uh, under siege but he's not in under siege tommy lee jones and uh, gary Busey. yeah who's next gal
1: oh one of our favorites bill paxton
0: oh well another born to watch favorite love him and he's got a good mo he's looking good in this movie and the yeah. best looking wife in the movie there we go fair enough yeah that's just my thoughts anyway
1: dana delaney China Beach. Yep, straight from China Beach. Yeah. I think that was pretty much what she'd been in before that. I don't think
0: she'd been in much. No, I had a bit of a crush on Dana Delaney at yeah. the time from China Beach.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a really good show. I love watching show. that show. Yeah, it was good great. Show. Yeah, but she was in that, and then she was in Desperate Housewives for quite a few years as well.
0: Yeah, I lost that. I lost touch with Desperate Housewives after uh, season two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think I go through season one, yeah. but anyway, you were too busy watching Will and Grace. Could have been. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the all time yeah, greats. Good shot. Yeah. One of the all-time greats, Michael Bean.
0: Mate, i I got to say, I, I was watching this and he was freaking good in this movie. Really good. And it, it sort of, I thought he only, I thought his contract said that he could only work with James Cameron, but it was good to see him sort of spread his wings and get into a different movie. He was great. Johnny Ringo, what, what a character.
3: Yeah, the Playing against cars too. He's normally the hero He's in, not, uh, yeah. in all the films we're used to seeing. So, Absolutely. He's uh, the villain, but- it was good
0: to see him changing it up. Yeah, no, he was great.
1: Yeah, he was really good, and you know, really strong role from um, for Doc Holiday for um, Val Kilmer and Michael Bean. Really good in this as well.
0: Just his foils, just yeah. just uh, I guess opposite sides of the of the line. They could have both been they could have both been either side or played either character, but uh, Doc Holiday was just had that little bit extra morality.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: there wasn't much more, but just a little bit more.
1: Do you know that Mickey Rourke turned down the role of Johnny Ringo? Thank God. Yeah, I well, that's I had it in my notes. Thankfully, yeah, because I can't see anyone else playing that. What was he doing getting cheek implants? Don't know. He Was yeah. really good in the wrestler, but don't know if he was really good in those in between years. Mickey Rourke.
0: No, he had a rough trot there. He had a
1: rough trot. Um, some smaller roles in it. Michael Rooker.
0: Mate, I love Rooker.
1: Yeah, he really was great good.
0: too. He was great. I have got a little bit Cliff, about the game. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger.
1: Yeah.
3: Cliffhanger. Love him in Cliffhanger. Yeah.
1: Great and cliffhanger. I forgot, but he was in Days of Thunder as well. He was, yeah.
3: He wasn't wasn't he in that, the Walking Dead in like the first couple of yes. seasons when it was
1: good. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was the brother of one of the main characters. I can't think of his uh, name.
3: Of the, the the bow and arrow guy yeah, Daryl.
1: Uh, Daryl, yeah, he was Darrell's brother. Dimebag. Yeah, it
3: was got a Walking Dead was sick for the first couple of, isn't it that was just you, you can't do eleven eleven seasons of killing zombies, that's that's a bit much. But uh oh. It was
0: he was really good, I thought, in the first couple of seasons. Agree. Agree. Who else have
1: we got, we Well now gonna slip into it. There's a few roles in this movie that uh, that are smaller roles. And I wanna wanna play a little game called Is It a Cameo? Okay. Just so, I wanna get Morgz's this comments on this. This is new, Gow. This is <laughs> new, we're gonna throw it out there. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. I
0: now rec- no, I think this is before Billy Bob hit the stage. And he's chubby. He's
1: fat Bob. Yeah, he hadn't been oh. in much before. Well, you know, he was in Sling. I think Slingblade was the one that made him. Do you know, quite what, this, this is the first one? Oh. Well, Some call Slingblade, I call Kazlade.
0: This is. This watch, actually, this week was the first time I realised that that was Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't realise. I just looked at his face in one
0: scene and yes. sort of went, hang on. As soon as he opened his mouth and yeah. spoke, I was like, that's fucking Billy Bob. When
1: he said, I'm going to blow you uh, up that Wildcat's ass. Yeah.
3: To your original question, no, it's not a fucking cameo.
1: No, it's not. It's there just, we go. Yep. And do you know that he ad-libbed all his lines in this? Billy Bob? Yeah. He was way ahead of his because time. Because he didn't have, he only had those lines in the scene, uh, in the in the saloon. And so they just told him to be a bully and ad-lib it. So that was all just off the cuff. He was good. Yeah. He was good. He did quite well. For it was him, good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good thing. Jason Priestley.
0: Well, he would have been on Beverly Hills 90210 at the time. I, I'm... Morgs, I reckon that's a cameo.
1: But he was only on TV before that. have not yeah, been in movies. That's fine. Only on TV. He
0: was. He was actually didn't need to be in the movie at all. Thoughts, Morgs? Where are you lying? <laughs> on this?
3: Oh, fuck, I, yeah! You've got me stumped there. I don't think it is, but I really hated that role in Jason Priestley, so I'm going to say fuck <laughs> off.
1: Fair enough. Okay. What about Charlton Heston?
0: Cameo.
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a cameo. That's Good the, work that's actually, you got
0: one. That's quintessential cameo.
1: Well, it is. He's been yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it was well in his, past his best movie. I think there. it was
0: in his contract that any movie that had more than four hundred guns, he had to be in it.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church. Nah, that's before he. Before. Not a cameo,
3: but. But a very yeah, I love uh, Aidan Church. What was it? What's the the wine one he's in? Sideways. Um, sideways. With, oh mate, I, that's a that's a, I watch that at least once a year. Sideways. Fuck off, Livingston. But it definitely he's and he, he's funny in that.
0: It's a very morgue movie. Sideways, independent. Independent. Yeah, love cinema. it.
3: Love it. That's right. So Border to watch is only Moonlight. Loving these populist movies from the eighties and nineties. I'm actually a, a film fan. And uh, sideways. Oh, we'll find favourite. out later. Okay, we'll,
0: we'll find out later how deep in the industry you go. But anyway, continue, Gail.
1: All right, here's one. This is a good one. John Philbin's in this movie. John Philbin. You know who John Philbin is? Now, hang on, hang on. I'm going to take it out there and I'm going to say
0: Is he the guy? Is he the assassin in The Bodyguard?
1: Ah, no. You're a fucking idiot. No. <laughs> no. John, John Philbin is Nathaniel in Point Break. Oh, yes. Yes. And do you know who else he is? Turtle in North Shore. There you Turtle go in
2: North Shore. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody nice.
1: listens to Turtle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spit. Welcome to Pipeline.
3: <laughs> What a shit North Shore, movie. we will definitely do on Born to Watch. Oh, I can't wait out. to do that.
0: that. I can't wait to yeah,
3: do that. It, it, oh, but North Shore, just an
1: absolute... Uh, you took it uh You've got Parliament. Oh, God. That's right, Howley. It's one of those, the all-time good, bad movies. Oh, God.
3: God. Um, yeah, that's uh, fantastic. But, no, good to see Bob. I didn't do much else. I uh, I, I watched him on the YouTube doing uh, his favourite quotes from North Shore recently. And (laughs) if you think he was a a so-so actor in actual movies, on YouTube he's shown up pretty quickly as a a so-so. Well, it's just confirmed that he's a shit-ass actor. But, uh, yeah, iconic part there in North Shore, favourite of ours.
1: So, okay, seeing he killed it in North Shore in 87 and we loved it, does that make it a cameo?
3: No. Oh, I'm going to give that to you night, but uh, oh, just God. because I love him so much. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, not, not a camera. Not the world, no one in the world knew who he was except uh, uh, people on the northern beaches that actually saw that movie. Well. But I had so a researcher. Yeah, he'd not. been
1: in Children of the Corn and Return of the Living Dead in 84 and 85. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, I don't, don't know, I don't know how, what scope or role. You can tell me I haven't seen I don't know it. how we missed him.
3: Yeah. He's a, he's a good surfer in real life. I know that. He actually rips. So, okay. uh, yeah. Nice.
1: There you go. All right. Last one. In the movie. Frank Stallone. Is he in the movie? Frank Stallone plays Ed Bailey, who's the guy that uh, has a dig at Doc Holiday when they're playing the card game at the start when they're sitting in the saloon. Right. That's Frank
3: Stallone. That's Frank, yeah, Frank Stallone.
1: Wow. Go Frankie. Do You know Frank Stallone was in Staying Alive?
0: Yeah, well, his brother directed it, didn't he? slice Slice Stallone directed Staying Alive? No! You're,
3: you're confusing John Travolta and Slice Stallone there, mate. What's going on?
0: Mate,
1: slice Stallone
3: directed one of
1: those. Oh. Well,
3: you're hoping we're going to have a dump button on this episode, I'm sure.
0: Okay. Hold Don't know. Hold the phone. We're hold getting our phone. production team to look this Hang up on, production, as we go. Production team is looking at this, <laughs> and I'm just going to see whether Sylvester Stallone directed Staying Alive. Go and fuck yourself, Daniel. Sylvester Stallone are you talking directed Staying Alive. Thank you very much. I did not
1: know that. The
0: sequel to Saturday Night Fever, Sylvester Stallone directed it. Thank you. That's why All I'm the, the host, team. mate. That's why I'm All the out.
1: fucking host. All hail the king.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Now, move on, Gail.
1: Well, is it a cameo? He'd been in Staying Alive. No, he was in, it's he was not in a Hudson cameo. Hawk. He's in Hudson it's Hawk.
0: Not, yeah, you, you, look, I love that he's in it, but it's not a cameo.
1: Fair enough. Hey, I'm just I'm just I, asking I, the I, questions.
0: I've actually got one extra. I've got one extra uh, cast member that you haven't got to yet. Have you done with cast members?
1: Uh, there was a couple more, but yeah. I was going to I was going to call it there. But go for what your ab- life. What
0: about What about Stephen Lang? Yes, who was in Avatar? He's in a heap of mm. stuff, but he plays uh, Ike Clanton. He plays the the, the guy that can, he's got bullet time and dodges about a thousand bullets at the o OK k corral
1: he is so hateable in that movie i he's hate, hate the Clanton i part. hate him. Yeah. i hate him like good it's a good cast he's a yeah, yeah. he's a wanker you hate him from the start you do
0: you do he's got a very hateable head
1: we did miss one sorry, just one more. How can we miss this yeah. Billy Zane well
0: I was hoping you weren't going to mention him because I would love to forget him. it is the most ridiculous superfluous part in any movie what's the point of him
3: it's pretty uh, pretty unnecessary that whole uh, the whole uh, actors in third time that you could lose 15 minutes i think in the movie just dropping you don't
0: like i don't need to like the west is shit enough without showing us what they had to do for entertainment you can die at the drop of a hat i don't want to see billy zane doing what he does there it, it it's not needed
1: move on billy He's a thespian out on the land. <laughs> Mate, not, not unlike our, our esteemed host here.
0: Well, there, there are parallels. Yeah. There are parallels.
3: Yeah, definitely see some parallels. But no, I, one, one quirky one I had was uh, Virgil, Sam Elliott's wife. Is, is that Paula Malcolmson? And is that the actress from Deadwood, I believe? Can you confirm that, please, our oh, hostess with Moses?
0: I can't confirm that quickly. I can only confirm it when I'm trying to confirm when I'm right. Um, right,
3: okay, yeah. sorry, I thought you could just pull these stats uh, straight off the top of your head But uh, anyway, I think it is, and Deadwood is, if you like Western, Deadwood is just fantastic So TV series, three seasons and then a, a recent telly movie to kind of wrap up the story because it got cut But fuck, but, yeah, Deadwood, did, you've got to, if you haven't seen that, you, you can't even call yourself do you, do you I have know? not yeah, seen that, I've, I've Deadwood, not seen it Dead,
0: Deadwood's great, do you know why it went for three seasons, Daniel? Uh, no, I don't. Went for three seasons because the actual town of Deadwood only was around for three years. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. So the end of it, where it burns,
0: That's, is actually it's a true. To, it's true to form. It's it actually only lasted three years, Deadwood. Yeah. So, anyway. so it's
1: not like Mash. No, which no, it's for twi- Twice the length of the war. Yeah, Eleven-year police action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Anything oh, else? Very good. Dan. And, and yep. yeah, John, Cor- John Corbett was the only that Oh, I yes, think, he uh, was. He's in the Cowboys good. as well. John yeah, Corbett, yeah. The city alumni yep. and uh, and northern exposure.
0: Yep, yep, good one. That's a, yeah. I did see him. I couldn't remember his name. I'm glad you got that one, Morgs. Well done.
3: I always wish Carrie ended up with uh, with him. I never liked big.
0: No, I'm not a big guy either. I, I, I was I was a I was a John Corbett guy. <laughs> so I think we're, I think we're done on what is an amazing ensemble cast. There's no doubt that everyone is at the peak of their powers in this movie. They are everyone's at. Is, is a race car in the red. And obviously.
4: Uh,
0: uh, uh, you don't think so? Or, we'll no, talk- no, 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 no. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Let's go back on that. Not everyone. Yeah. Billy Zane is terrible. Jason Priestley is terrible. Yeah. Dana Delaney's just mailing it in. All the rest of the main class, cast of the Earps and the Cowboys are, are really awesome. ratcheting. They
1: didn't really give much. To Jason Priestley, though, and Billy Zane there. They didn't give them much air time. They're not needed. They're not
0: needed. That's why they didn't give much.
1: I reckon they started and they were like, please. Well, I don't know, but Billy Breckenridge that Jason Priestley played is, you know, and and all of this is based very loosely on true events with Wyatt Earp and and the Clantons. And he was actually, you know, involved in that. Yep. Although in this they've they've dumbed down or, you know, watered down his involvement completely.
0: Mm. Yep. This is a great Western. It's hard to take into account all the Westerns that come before it because they're a different time. All these spaghetti westerns, Clint Eastwood, all the stuff that Eastwood did in the seventies and eighties, different time. But if we if we make the if we draw the line in the sand at Unforgiven in ninety two and move forward from there, this is right up there. This is this is either this is in the top three westerns, modern westerns. Like this and Unforgiven could be one and two. You know, you've obviously got Wide up, you've got Open Range, you've got you've got Dancers with Wolves, which was a little bit earlier than that. I don't know. It's it's right up there. What else was
1: around that time? I'm trying to trying to from think. a Western perspective. Yeah, from the Westerns. Well, oh, there was a few.
0: Well, they kind of they
3: went out of they went out of favour because imagine how hard it is to shoot a Western. Like apparently there are a hundred horses used in this film. It's yeah. bad enough with all your extras and your... And your actors, and and you know, trying to work with the light you've got. And uh, I mean, speaking from an industry perspective, the last thing you want is having to deal with another fucking hundred horses as well, and uh, and making sure that they hit their marks and uh, are, uh, are are playing nicely for the director and uh, for every scene. So no, I, I think that a lot of it comes down to the economics from it. The yeah. sheer pain in the ass would be to film a western.
1: Yeah, sure. And this was filmed in Arizona, like out in Arizona near Tombstone yeah. or at Tombstone. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's quite an effort to get there. It's it, yeah, it's it's, it's a hard, it would be hard. It would
0: be a hard slog. Look, I think it's one or two. I think it's this and Unforgiven for me. Top probably the top two
1: of of the modern westerns. Unforgiven was a bit darker though, or a bit bit slower from
0: memory. Both, both, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Clint Eastwood, it won, it's one. It's one best picture. One lots of awards. Yeah, I one lots of awards. It's great. It's a great movie. Yeah, really. Good probably movie. one we'll get to. on born to watch. It's one of my favorites. I really love it. Yeah, I've given that one away early. It could be months. That could be months or years in advance. That one. Let's let's hit it over an under 40. I'll start. I've seen this over 40 times quite easily, quite comfortably. I don't think it'll be many more than that, but definitely
1: over 40. Morgs, what do you got?
3: Yeah, 40. I reckon spot on 40 for me. I've seen this a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm under 40, but not by much. I, yeah. I, I can't remember. Couldn't tell you, but I, I've seen it a lot of times, definitely. Yeah.
0: No, it's a great movie and, and, and a great rewatch, actually. And, yeah, it is a little bit long, but I actually th- Thought this time round it didn't feel as long as I anticipated it being. Great movie, awesome. It Technique, does go
1: quickly. Two does two cap- hours ten, yeah. I think. Yep, and it does go quickly. Yeah.
3: No. So let's. Uh, I reckon you could trim it. You could trim it for sure. Like oh, for just sure. get rid of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was. You could really make that the whole um, Billy Zane scene a lot shorter, and uh, just some of those the the, the subplots. I just don't think were necessary. Um. But, Maybe the Kurt Russell off riding with Dana Dini, like it was quite a long scene, but I guess you got to establish that he's digging her somehow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I agree with you guys. It was whilst it was two hours fifteen, it didn't drag.
0: No, it doesn't drag. I think it's it's it, it definitely could be trimmed, but. Well at, at 2 hours 15 it's still very watchable.
1: I think the thing is that it starts and there's a lot of story development or it's a bit slower and then it starts to ramp up, you know, as they as they get towards the yep. the fight in the OK Corral. Oh, once but
0: you that, hit, once you hit the OK Corral, it's balls to the wall. And
1: that's it. and that's not the end of yeah, it. That, yeah, that that's not the end of the movie. No. That, that's the that's, well, you're the, thinking, that's the match. Exactly
0: know? right. That's that's it. That establishes for the, the next half of the movie and it's yeah. great. It's that, that from the OK Corral on, you can't turn away. Yeah. Okay. H- hell's coming. Hell is coming. So let's slide into the good, the bad, the ugly. We, we know the role by now. It's uh, things we love about the movie, things that we don't like so much about the movie and things we think are just downright ugly. I think we've discussed a couple of them already. I'm going to start. I don't usually start, but I will. I'm going to ask a question to you boys. Has there, been a, has there been a better gang in cinema than the Cowboys? Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Michael Rooker, Stephen Lang, you said John Corbett. You've got uh, Thomas Hayden Church. You've got the Dick from North Shore, whatever his name is, Turtle. Yeah, Regis Philbin. John Fi- John <laughs> Regis Philbin. They're a good gang.
1: Yeah, They're when quality. you think, when you think back at it, there is there is quite a few, isn't there? Yeah.
0: So the start of the movie, where you're introduced to the gang, is is next level good, and it really just sets the scene for the whole film. You know what you're in for. You know, there's they kill the husband on the wedding day. They look like they're going to rape the wife, but there's just a shot 10 seconds after as they drag her into the church. Then Johnny Ringo shoots the priest and you're like, fuck, yeah. this I, is going to really be I really like good. the
1: music when they're coming across the plains at the start. It's yeah. just so menacing. It's got that bass tension in it. It's And you know that we're we're going, something's happening straight away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. I love that line at the start too. You go to hell, you first. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome.
0: Is Wyatt Earp the closest thing to a rock star in the Wild West? I think he is. Everyone knows who Earp is.
3: Did you guys like uh, what was that? What was that one? Um Western with all the with all the brat packs. The second round of brat packs Young, like Guns. Young Guns. Yeah, Young Guns, Young Guns, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Gal wanted, so that was, Gow Gow wanted that, to do Young Guns.
3: I mean, it's probably there in, in year sort of nine or ten as more to watch that we'll get to it. But no, I don't know. I do Young Guns. I found because I was thinking Billy the Kid. Like you, you think of famous. American cowboys, is Billy yeah. the Kid, there's Wyatt Earth. So I don't know if it's just he hasn't been represented well. Isn't there a Billy the Kid TV series or something? Yes, that yeah, there is. It's just
1: it's quite new, just come out. Mm. I heard good
3: reports about it. I haven't seen it yet, but um, yeah, he's a, Billy the Kid's sort of the only other one that springs to mind as a, as a as a famous lawman from that time that was has been been immortalised in cinema over and over again.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely, Morgs. I agree. I agree. I think. For me, anything where Doc is, has any dialogue is epic. So when you when Doc and Ringo first meet in the bar yeah, and they do the Latin off and then Ringo does the twist, the twirl with the guns and then Doc does the twirl with the cup, it's just, it's so fucking good. He's so cool in this movie, Val Gilmer.
1: Yeah, you can see that uh, just between the two of them, like straight away, we know that they're, up against each other. And, and
0: Ringo's shitting himself. Yeah. You know, he's just putting on the brave face. Yeah. It, and we see good. that later on to the, the extent of the fear that, that Ringo has for Doc Holiday.
1: And one of the great quotes in that scene too, which we might leave yeah, we'll notable leave notable quotables. We'll leave that
0: one. Morgs, you got anything for good?
3: No, I just had, I had Val Kilmer. I just had Val Kilmer full stop. I think he steals every scene he's in. I think he's got the best dialogue. I think he uh, he puts the most into the character. He just He's crushing it. Val Kilmer, Vale.
1: Definitely, definitely, Gal. My scene, apart from the, the scene you just said in the in the saloon, was the scene when the four, the four of them are walking towards the OK corral when yeah. they have that shootout and they walk up, and, you know, and then the guns get cocked and they're all leaning forward on their guns. I just think that's so awesome, like they're ready to go and it, there's so much tension in the air.
0: I love it. I love that bit where Kurt Russell mumble or sort of murmurs, "Oh my god."
1: Well, when it's gonna happen. Well, that's when he, that's when, um, when Doc Holliday winks, right? Yes. They're there looking at each other yes. and Doc Holliday just gives the sly little wink. Yeah, well, that and then, was ad-libbed. The, the yeah, wink was yeah. ad-libbed. So, but then he sees the eyes raised and then he just knows, he oh knows, my yeah, God. Yeah. I yeah. think that scene is the best in the movie. It's great. Yeah,
0: yeah it is great. But I, I think also the, the, last, the last 30 minutes are breakneck speed. Yeah. But when Wyatt loses his shit at the river, yeah. when he just walks into the river and just starts shooting people, that is incredible. And there is one of the best quotes in that scene which we'll get to in a sec. But yeah, from from the okay corral forward, this movie is not good. This movie is great. There's a bit of waffle before that, but this movie is like next level good after the from the OK Corral on. All right. I think you got any more Gal?
1: Really liked Ringo. I've had a note down here. Really like Ringo and Michael Bean. We went through that. Yeah. Love the scene at the end where where Johnny Ringo's walking towards Doc Holiday. Yeah. It's great, and he's calling him on. That's a really good scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was not as sick as I pretended yeah. to be. Whatever he says is fucking great. Okay, so we've 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 crushed a bit of good there. What about bad? Now, again, these movies that we really like, sometimes it's great to actually go through and pick them to bits a little. And I've got a bit here for bad. But Gow, yeah, you got anything?
1: Oh, just a few, just a few little things in there. When when Curly Bill comes out in his opium rage. Which actually, I gotta back Josh. That was one of Josh's favorite bits. He loved it when Curly Bill tries to shoot the moon. That was his yep. favorite bit of the movie when he watched it with me. Yep. So good on you, buddy. Um, yeah, he shoots the he shoots the light, and it goes out about a second later. Like <laughs> it's it's what a about, little bit out, but
0: what about uh, in in that same scene? Behan, Behan in general, I hate his head. He yeah. he's a pea heart. He sends the old digger out. To to fight He's going to get killed We know that the old digger's going to get killed by Curly Bill
1: So I don't get it because Behan was the Behan's the sheriff He's the sheriff And the other guy was, was the, the marshal, marshal. Yeah. Right,
0: okay yeah. yeah. So the sheriff was more the politician The marshal was What about
3: the, you two just saying that Oh right, I thought, I thought you were going to explain it You two are like Oh no, he was the marshal Oh yeah, that explains it Jeez, That's a fucking clue what either or either does
1: in no, uh, the eighteen eighties, America? No, mate. That's why I just brushed yeah. over and kept going. But yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs>
0: no, but the sheriff, the, I, the sheriff seems to be more of the politician side of it. The marshal's the boots on ground, I would think, from what I saw. What I saw in this movie, and from the rare research that I've done.
1: But yeah, look, my okay. Behan knows everyone around the town. He's Behan in on everything, sucks.
0: Mate. Well, he's in bed with the cowboys. He's a scumbag. Mm. Morgs, you got anything for bad?
1: Jason Priestley.
0: Yep. Billy Zane.
3: Uh, and Billy Zane didn't hate so much. He had a, you know, didn't have a lot to work with. But Jason Priestley, I just didn't understand that role. Uh, yeah, it's good to know that it was a historical reference. I guess that, that kid actually existed. But seeing our favourite 33-year-old playing an 18-year-old in... in um, uh, in, in can I can't think of what it was called. Beverly 90210. 90210. <laughs> 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 Oh. Uh, yeah, seeing, seeing him and Luke Perry play uh, 18-year-olds with, with wrinkles and great feet. That was, it was entertaining for a few years back there. And, uh, yeah, I just thought, I, I don't know, every time he came on screen, that was, that was shit scenes. and He was just a whiny yeah. hit the bitch. And, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Well, so,
1: as a as a real person, he was supposed to be a big bloke and, and, and apparently a pretty good shot. And I think he was a sheriff or he was involved with them. What's a sheriff, gal? Yeah. I don't know. He's not a marshal. Nice. I'll bone up on our... Uh,
3: our American law and order for the yeah. next, uh, the next. We'd, we'd, love to, we'd love
0: to hear from our American fans exactly what the difference is between a sheriff and a marshal, and they can educate us. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of things. Uh, at the night, the night after the OK Corral, when it's stormy like it is today here in Burley, why would why would Virgil leave on his own and just walk down the middle of the street? That's one. Two. Why is anyone standing in front of a window in Tombstone? Billy Paxton. Be better, mate. Don't play pool in front
1: of the window. I oh, know. As soon as you see that window yeah. open and there's lightning and thunder, yeah. you're like, oh, this isn't this isn't good, mate. You're not nah. you're not doing well here. No, he's
0: not. He's not. But other than that, I don't have a hell of a lot for bad. It's really well, nitpicking well, if I do.
1: My scene on that is is, you know, after Morgan gets shot and he's lying on the table, and then, you know, his brother comes in. He's got blood all over his hands, but then he's running around and then the blood's not cut, the blood's stuck on his head. You can yeah. see it's like yeah. and he wipes him on the head and it doesn't, it doesn't move at all. Yeah. But then he runs out in the street and he just starts wailing, which to me that's doesn't a bad suit the character. It doesn't suit that's a bad scene at all. And he and he's out there and, and he wails in the street and um, look, there's a lot of symbolic stuff there, I get it. You know, doing some research on it, it's very symbolic, you know, he's trying to wash the blood off his hands and it won't come off, you know, yeah. from his past life and he's trying to get away from that. Oh yeah. and this is Deep. this is where it all comes in, right? So that, that's what it is. But Deep. I just don't think that scene fit very well.
0: What about what about at the okay corral when Doc has the shotgun and shoots one in the air? Yep. to start and then blows the cowboy away and then shoots another shot straight away. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's very quick with a gun though, He's a very yeah.
0: quick loader. He's a very quick loader. But anyway, look, we're just picking there but I, I don't have much. I don't well, hang on. What
1: about when uh, Morg's had done this before but what about when he just runs into Dana Delaney in the mountains? Like a, outside town. It's a small place. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. He's a high-plains drifter. Ru- runs into her and she's out on her own on the horse. Yeah. Oh, side saddle. Oh. And, then a off and
0: and and just and just runs off like trots off side saddle, and they're just cantering through the fields. Yeah. What about him? Yeah, I'm a real oak. Yeah, I'm a. Re- that's a great <laughs> quote. Bro. That's a great quote. All right. Anything for ugly? I've got one thing for ugly. It's two words actually. G-man, you got anything?
1: Uh, not really. We've covered most of that
3: hey, stuff.
0: Moles, you got anything?
3: Yeah, one for me. So you guys were talking about the Creek Shootout before as a as a good scene, and I, I get I, I enjoy the fact that Kurt goes ham and uh, and, and takes it on and sort of we uh, can you can avoid bullets like Neo in the Matrix. But I'm thinking, Gail, yeah, what did this movie what, what did it cost to make?
1: It cost the budget was 25 million, and it grossed yep. 56 and a half million.
3: What was
0: the righto? No, so
1: 25. Jurassic Park was the
0: top grosser in '93, right?
1: Yeah, we didn't go through that, but yeah, okay, we we can do that quickly now. We'll, yeah, we'll do
0: that after. We'll get to that after okay. this. So let's go, go, Morgz. What, What's your point?
3: Sorry, I'm saying uh, 25 million bucks to spend on this movie. That that's kind of the penultimate scene, I guess. Uh, other than Doc Holiday and Ringo, that's that's really the best of the killings. Yeah. And 25 million bucks, and they they shoot the second best confrontation scene, and they shoot it at the water hazard at Ringo Golf Club
0: <laughs> after the fish kill incident.
3: <laughs> it is the uh, ugliest little fucking piece of water shit that uh, it's just uh, horrific. I mean, we're meant to be showing the beauty and the scale of the American West, and uh, it's literally adjacent to whole 8 at the, uh, the shittest golf club on the Northern Beaches.
1: It, so is this when they kill Curly Bill? Yes.
0: The Curly Bill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the river. The river shootout. Yeah, no, that's, that's a fair point, morgs It's probably not the, the best vista for that scene. I've got two words for ugly and it's Charlton Heston. I and mean, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. So th- let's talk. Let's actually yeah, Let's go back and let's talk about what happened in 93.
1: Yeah. Well, you're right. The, the big movies of 93, Jurassic Park yeah. was the biggest 334 million, yeah. just to put some perspective on it. Yeah. Schindler's List next at 300, brought in 321 million.
0: Both directed by Steven Spielberg. Incredible feat directing both those movies almost simultaneously. Yeah. In the same year. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Working on both.
1: But Schindler's List... Simultaneous talk.
3: loving, baby. You, me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Chef.
1: Um, Yeah, but Schindler's List ran away with, I think, seven, seven awards yeah. that year. Best picture, Powerful. best director, Powerful. best screenplay. And the next one was Tom Hanks' best actor in Philadelphia. Yep. 206 million. But, mate, there's so many movies you could go through, but here's a quick. Fugitive, The Firm, The Piano... Sleepless in Seattle, Mrs. Doubtfire, In the Line of Fire, Cliffhanger, as we mentioned, A Few Good Men, great movie. Groundhog Day, Scent of a Woman, Falling Down, love Falling Down. Ah, the, movie. the big no, year, did, did a, you
3: guys see this one at the movies? Did you, did you guys see this one at the movies? I don't,
0: I don't think I did. I think I saw Tombstone at the movies. I think I think I saw it at the movies. It came out on the... Ring
3: of
0: All? 100%, this is a Ring of Mall. Came out on the 26th of
3: December. Yeah.
0: This is pre-Wallywood yeah. cinema? yeah.
3: Well, Roy Masaka hadn't no, hadn't was, dreamed up the Warriorwood cinema yet. No, he so. was
0: loving Australia in Colliery only,
1: at that stage. What a
3: legend! Shout out to Roy Masaka. Yeah. great work, mate.
1: One of the great hairdos on the Northern Beaches. So, yeah, how long after came it came out do you reckon you saw it? Because it came out at Christmas or came out at Boxing Day. Yeah, I,
0: I think I would have seen it in the whole like in that because '93. I finished school in '93. Yeah, actually finished school in about '91. But actually, officially finished yeah. in ninety three. Uh,
1: but were you Angus and Coot by this stage? Uh, I was. I
0: was uh, assistant manager at Angus and Coot at Warrigood Square.
1: You're talking to the assistant manager.
0: <laughs> now merge. <laughs>
4: yeah. So no, uh, uh, the thing that uh, I, I
0: was I was going places fast. It was just unfortunate. It was down. Uh, but <laughs> definitely saw this at the cinema. Definitely would have been in. Would have been the holidays in the January holidays, without a doubt. I did see I saw a lot of movies in the cinema that year because I saw Jurassic Park in the cinema, I saw Schindler's List in the cinema, I saw a lot of those movies in yeah. the movies. I can't remember Firm, going to the movies. Yeah. A few good men, all those movies I saw at the movies. And there's there's a lot of Born to Watchers in that group there in ninety three. All almost yeah, all of Yeah, that's a strong year. Strong year, really strong year. And then ninety four, we've got Pulp Fiction. And that's when shit really gets real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're ready for Pulp Fiction you hear at Born to Watch, but we're not far away.
1: That'll be a big, big one to do. There's be. a lot. There's a lot to unpack in yeah, that. There's maybe. a lot to unpack. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. Well done, Gao. That was good. Let's move into listen to this. Uh, a few rumors or or some. This is where Gao shines. He loves the stats and.
1: What do you got? Anything here, Gao? Going straight to listen to this. Okay, when when they're at the OK Corral and uh, and one of the cowboys shoots um, Doc at point blank range or shoots at Doc, and he says, "I got you now, you son of a bitch," and then Doc says, "You're a daisy if you do." That's an actual real line that was said by Doc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's been reported or quoted or wow. documented that he um, he actually said that line Yep. In, in a similar situation.
0: Nice. Anything else? Come on.
1: Oh, I've got a few more. They put the line at the end with Doc. You know, he says, I'll be damned. This is funny. When he looks at his feet. Now, that was put in because, you know, Doc was sick throughout the whole movie and he had tuberculosis. And as a person, he actually always thought that he was going to die with his boots on, i.e., he was going to get taken out by someone somewhere along the oh, line, which is why he oh. had no fear of doing yeah, anything because he yeah. always thought, assumed that somewhere along the line, yeah. it was all going to catch up with him. Nice. So that's why that sitting at the end is is you know when he with sits, his feet at the end of the bed. Yeah, and he just looks the at them the and bed. then and yeah, then he cool. goes from there. Yeah.
3: What about How the fuck? Who we meant to work that out? I mean, that's awesome. That, yeah. That's it's it's pretty abstract. Like yeah. Jesus.
1: Well, I don't know if you're supposed to work it out. It's just something they put in there, I, I think, to.
0: So Morgs, you you mentioned a bit before about. The director of this movie. Did you want to touch on that? I think you're going to say something there.
3: Yeah, I. I'm having a look back at this. I, it's 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 credited as George P. Cosmatos as the director and uh, a great director responsible for such flicks as uh, Rambo 2. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, it was recently um, announced by Kurt Russell after after Kazumata died that they had an agreement that. Uh, Cosimatos would take the credit for it, but Kurt Russell was actually pretty much the director of Tombstone, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah he uh, he'd give him the shot list every day, and he was responsible for for delivering the movie, but didn't want to attach his name to it. So, and he, he said out of respect to Cosimatos, he he wouldn't uh, tell the world that. no, Fuck off! I did it until he died, which is which is pretty generous, of him, i him, be must to say. So, but yeah, he was um, he was installed as I, I guess he. Uh, the, the director on paper, but Kurt Russell did all the directing.
1: Yeah, well, to add to that, the writer, Kevin Jarre, or it might be Yare, might be a silent, silent J. Um, <laughs>
0: silent J. Thanks, Ron.
1: <laughs> he, um, he actually directed the first month of it and then they punted him because he was falling behind schedule. So that's when they brought Cosmados in, but he didn't have much time to prepare. So then... I think that's the point where, and then Kurt just went Kurt sort of went like, "I'm going to do it." But that was your point was backed up by Val Kilmer, Morgs too. He was quoted as saying that, you know, that they, he worked well, it a bit well, on, but it, it was did. mainly Kurt, you know, that, that did that and was back at night doing scenes and doing a lot of that stuff. So, yeah,
3: uh, they had a bit of sign language or something developed where Cosmo had to be calling the shots and Kurt to be out in the scene giving him the hand signal to uh, say let's do it again or no, that was shit or whatever that he had to say to direct it from actually starring in the movie. So yeah, pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, got anything else, Gail? Oh, I you got something. i got, got something. I got got throw something. something. Stephen Lang was apparently drunk for most of the filming, according to Cosmatos, which is really? not surprising. He actually, because he's actually drunk the whole movie, he just actually literally was drunk.
3: It's a shame that Ike doesn't get killed at the end, but I'm glad you learned that he dies pretty yes. hard yes. Uh, a little bit later on. But, yeah, he, he's definitely one of those guys. Who, you just want to, yeah. stop
0: him out. You want to see him hanging from a tree.
1: Yeah, he got killed a couple of yeah. years later in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. But oh, here's one as well. Johnny Ringo wasn't actually killed by Doc Holliday in real like, – in the, well, he was in the story, but not in real life. He was actually found dead under a tree in Arizona, like, some years later. Okay. So it was a bit of a mystery what, what had actually happened to him.
0: All right. Okay, nice. Okay, let's move into quotables. Gail, you want to start, or you want Morgs to start? You got any oh. Morgs?
3: I've got heaps, but I mean everything. Bel-K- all Val Kilmer, uh, scenes are quotables. It's just fucking awesome. Uh, I lo- I didn't know that you're a d. If you do, I, was, I did wonder what that was, Gal. So that's good. But well, I don't know why this makes me laugh every time. But it's the Bob, Billy Bob Thornton scene when uh when White comes in and takes over the fair again. But what? It, when, it talks about the smoke wagon as his pistol. Yes, so yes. skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Like I oh, smoke wagon. I've never <laughs> ever heard a pistola called a smoke wagon. The, the way he's—it's uh, it's, its really weird and really funny. I, love it. I, I noticed that, yeah, that line too, moments. and I thought it was
1: really odd. Skin that smoke wagon and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good.
3: It's really good.
0: You know the uh, so mate. What about you? Going to do something or just stand there and bleed? That's when he—that's <laughs> when he smacks Billy Bob. <laughs> When he smacks Billy, <laughs> of course. Morgs like oh, this gets used, this has been used for a long time. I'll piss on you, Wyatt.
3: Oh, I'll piss on you, Wyatt. <laughs> Wyatt. Oh, That's yeah, that
4: popped
3: up a lot.
1: Yeah. I've got one, I've got one that well, we all use a lot, but I do, I'd certainly do. It's when it's back we were talking before about Doc and R- Johnny Ringo in the saloon, and you know, he says to him, You must be Doc Holiday. Are you retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. I'm in my prime. <laughs> I
3: that love that. I reckon I'd say, say that weekly. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: definitely. I do for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah there's obviously I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, um, that's the best. But I, I love, we talked about the, the uh, scene down at the, the creek at the eighth hole at Ringer when Kurt Russell is just kills Curly Bill and then he shot about 30 people and then they're back and they go, where's Wyatt? And Val Kilmer says he's down at the creek walking on water.
3: Yeah, <laughs> very good. Oh, that's All brilliant. Val's lines. Val oh, Val's man. got them. He, uh, mate, it was like he had his own personal scriptwriter. It was he, he, he no,
1: very, it. very good. Very what good what about guys. hell? I got lots of friends. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> yes. You know,
1: I tell you what. One of my other favourites is that's really strong and powerful. Is when uh, is when they come to to get white when he sees his brothers off at the train station. Oh, that's good. And he kills him and know, yeah, and they run off, and he's like, "You tell him I'm coming." And hell's coming
2: with me. Yeah, that's a great, that's trailer. <laughs> great that's
1: line.
3: Hey, it's about, a pretty cheesy line, but he sells it. He's, he's, oh, he's, you're he's, able to believe it. I think it could have gone to be fair shape there, but he done pretty well. On it.
0: What about, what about when, uh, when they're in the wagon and they're riding off with Morgan? He's been just been killed or he's just died and they're riding off and, and there's the cowboy sitting on the side and, and Ringo says to Curly Bill, you smell that, Bill? Smells like someone died. Like, it's just oh, harsh, that's, man. That's it's just harsh. And they just sit there and take that yeah, too. Yeah, it just well it doesn't. Why it's, why it's building. Why it's well, building. No, no, slowly building. To take, slowly they take building. it there.
1: Yeah. One more, one more for uh, for Doc Holiday is when they're, I think it's at the OK Corral, I can't remember. And that's when, he, when he's standing there with the two guns and he says to him, you're so drunk, you're probably seeing double. And Doc says, I have two guns. Once for each of you. <laughs> yes. It's great.
0: Yeah, nah. Everything Doc does is just outstanding. outstanding. And that was Josh's.
1: Sorry, that was Josh's favorite quote too of the movie. Yeah,
0: go Joshy. Loving that you're watching the stuff with us. We'll do a. We'll do a movie that you're allowed to actually watch, Josh. Socially, anyway. Father of the year over here is uh, educating you in the ways of uh, of movies, which is great. Which is great, and I can't talk because I'm fucking apoplexy. This is going to bring us into a new category. And this is one that has been devised by our man on the land, and it's called Film School for Fuckwits. Take it away, Mark. Tell us a bit about Film School for Fuckwits.
3: Yeah, look, I, I thought we're all in this again, After now, our Born to Watch listeners. Uh, and I thought, we, why don't we just learn something every week? We can learn, so I can impart some knowledge from my time in the industry, and uh, we, can, we can all leave our Born to Watch sessions just knowing a little bit more. Being able to riff on film a bit more, if you want to show off to uh, to your birds or or whoever, and uh, so I thought with uh, this with Tombstone, so I thought we we talked a bit about the the curly bill scene when he leaves the opium den and he starts shooting at the moon and he's howling and shit and it's it's pretty cheesy and he's overacting heavily and it could be a really shit scene, but what saves it is the fact that if you look closely, it's all done in one shot with a with a crane shot. So. What a crane shot is, is, uh, is literally uh, a crane on set that takes the camera up from ground level and takes it up to a bird's eye view. And it, it, it basically it just elevates that shot. And it's it, 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 it a little bit difficult in the fact that it's one shot and there's no edit in there. So everyone that's in that scene has to hit their mark. So all the extras that are off that are around and just eating a catering actually... Have to have to get this shot right because they can't edit it out. So it's uh, it's, it's interesting. It, it turns up in a lot a lot of films. So some of the more famous ones you would have seen. Um, it's a Gang Gone with the Wind have got really famous crane shots. But more recently, Django Unchained*. Tarantino loves the crane loves shot. It. Uh, loves an overhead view. And also *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. One you would have noticed recently when Cliff drives into his caravan at the back of the uh, at the back of the driving seat a lot. That's a really yeah great establishing overhead. But it's look, it's, it just it's it's weird. It's, it's very cinematic the look and uh, we we'll use it in the industry when we want to provide a dramatic effect or create suspense by making it seem like something important is happening and uh, you know they're able to see it from the, the character's point of view. So it sets the scene. I guess it, it shows the geography of Tombstone and the rest of the town and uh, just elevates what would be a pretty crappy scene of power suits howling and shooting pistols. At the moon and shooting, and then uh, a light exploding about three seconds after you shot it. So, yeah, anyway, that's a crane shot, kid. So, you can well, riff on that next time you want
0: to. Absolutely. Well, we'd love to hear from many of our fans out there if they've got any other famous crane shots that they would like to talk to us about. Just uh, send us a message, born to watch podcast on Instagram and on Facebook, and born to watch podcast at gmail.com. And you can uh, either agree with Morgs or call him a dick. Anyway, it's up to you. So, after this, we're going to go into Needle Drop. And look, Needle Drop, there's nothing because there's there's just score. And it's a good score. There's some good music in the, in this movie. There's no doubt. But I don't think we need to talk about the music in this film. And this is going to lead us to a new segment. And again, Morgs has come with the fire. And this one's called Stan Bush's Kick-Ass Credits. Do you want to explain this one, Morgs, for the viewers and listeners? Yeah.
3: I tried a bit harder this week because I did get two pissed last week and two bottles of wine, so I, I thought I'd better better try try a bit harder this week. So yeah, I came up with another segment. We're gonna we're gonna do it every week, and I'll I'll do it this week, but one of you guys can do it next week. But, but Stan Bush's kick ass credits, and basically you have to write uh, a quick song with one verse and a chorus in the theme of Stan Bush for the movie that we we're, we we watched this week, so Tombstone. So basically, you, you write the lyrics. That Stan Bush, you would hope would come up with if he was uh, he was he was on board to do it. So yep. and you have to sing it on on the podcast. So it's one verse, one chorus. Kick ass credits. Yep. Uh, I'll take it away. Does, hang on a
0: second. Hang on a second, Dan. Does it have to be an original piece of music, or can it be to the theme? Uh, it can another? be
3: your no. You, I, you, you go crazy. You can yep. use the melody of a of a common song, yep. or you can just make it up. Okay, yourself. So, and, and are you, oh, is, it, is yours original? Mine's original, of course it is. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Anyway, you've got to you got to flex the creative muscle somehow. Yeah. But anyway, this is uh, this is don't want to. This is uh, the song is called "Don't Want to Read My Tombstone," and it's <laughs> by Dan Morgan in, in the theme <laughs> in the theme of And I'm going to take it away, and I'll just do the verse of the chorus. So here okay. we go. Different. It was a lonely night out here on the land. I was a law man. Now I deal the feral hand. Both my brothers got shot, Bill Paxton, he died. I avenged his death, shooting cunts while I ride. All the cowboys are dead, their shit stashes are gone. Ringo's gone too, too fast on the draw. But Val's now also dead, when will it be my time? Sold my house on the hill, got my mortgage subprime. Don't wanna read my tombstone. I've got too much living left to do. Gonna order room service with my new missus who's rich as fuck. Gonna eat a club sandwich like a sawfish in the nude. We'll be having adventures and riding my horse. My ex was a smacky, so I got a divorce. Yeah! Don't want to read my tombstone. Oh, my God.
0: That's a high fucking bar, Dan. That is a super high, well done, fucking bar.
1: I thought it was like the first I verse think. and the chorus, mate. Mate, I, and, the
0: chorus. and and I think we've just found our cold open. But anyway, well done, mate. That was very, very good. And and next week's movie is going to be very difficult to find a Stan Bush yeah. kick-ass credit song for. So you've probably got out of job.
3: You just remember it's in the same of Stan Bush, so it doesn't matter if the, if, the, if the movie doesn't really align itself to kick ass. you just yes. got to remember what would Stan, what would Stan Bush sing here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Righto. Well, well done, Dan. That was excellent. Well done. Uh, let's move on to star of the show. I don't think we need to talk too much about this. I think we're all going to say the same person. Gal?
1: Yeah, it's got to be Val Kilmer for me, closely followed by Michael. I mean, Kurt Russell's an obvious pick, but Michael Bean, yeah. Yeah. But Val Kilmer
3: Val Kilmer, absolutely outstanding Luke Nixon called it Yeah, probably his best performance for me, loved it
0: Yeah, it's Val Kilmer for me So that's three from three, it's quite obvious He's the absolute superstar turn in this movie It's amazing Final thoughts Tombstones is an amazing piece of cinema It still holds up today It is a great western If you don't like westerns It's probably a good one to cut your teeth on there is so much action happening. There is, even though it goes for over two hours we've spoken, it doesn't drag. It's, it's a great story based somewhat in truth, somewhat how much, it's probably not quite blood sport.
1: Loosely, loosely based. Yeah, it's
0: loosely based. But, you know, Wyatt is uh, a real-life person. He, the OK Corral really happened. Doc Holiday was real. All these people were real. How, how much of truth there is in this movie, you know. And, and I must say that if you do watch Wide Earp, which is the movie which stars Kevin Costner, that's a good movie too. It just extends. If you think that this is long.
1: Oh, that's over three hours.
0: Yeah, he's cost, he's fied it, and it's, it's yeah. three and a half hours. But it's a good movie.
1: It is a good movie, yeah, but they do they do go into much more of a story on that, don't they? In in that movie there's from memory, more,
0: there's a lot more in depth. There's a lot yeah. more pre Tombstone about it, but it's great. So <laughs> White Earp is really worth watching.
1: Well, it didn't it didn't go as well at the box office either. I mean, it no. was released the year after. It didn't go as well as yeah. Tombstone. Well,
0: it, and it shouldn't have. It was no. it's just too long. But <laughs> I love it. I would definitely recommend this to anyone to watch. Even if you don't like, uh, even if you don't like westerns, so get into Tombstone. It's yeah, I would ridiculous. say
1: the same. Oh, it's really easy rewatch yeah. this. You know, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched for a while, but it's it's you know you know what? Uh, it's just a great movie. No, nah,
0: it's 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 good fun. Morgs, what do you reckon?
1: Loved well, it. Three and a half Huckleberry for me.
0: Oh, we're rolling straight we're rolling into the ratings. In. So Morgs has given it three and a half. And what about you, Gal?
1: I'm backing him up on that. I'm going three and a half. Three and a half. Well. Oh dear. Gee, here we go. Oh dear. Um, he hasn't got his phone in front of him either. He's struggling.
0: I'm going to give this three and a half huckleberries. Oh. And do you know why I'm giving it three <laughs> and a half course. huckleberries? Do you know why I'm giving it <laughs> so three and a half So you can work out the
3: average. <laughs> yep. What is the average?
0: <laughs> so it's three and a half huckleberries, fuckers. <laughs> and uh, So where's that going to put Tombstone, bud? Gow?
1: Well, that's going to put three and a half is going to put it right below commando, which came in at 3.94 elaborate European flat tops. But above backdraft at 3.33 trictochlorite cans. Yeah. So this is, yeah, Kurt's gone one better here. So it's fifth. It's fifth on the... Fifth out of eight. Fifth on the all-time list.
0: Fifth out of eight. I think that's right. I think that I enjoyed Commando more. Definitely enjoy Step Brothers more. The Thing is a masterpiece. And Top Gun Maverick, well, that may be re-rated once we watch it again and do the Born to Watch on it. But, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. Well done. Well done, boys. We're crushing it every week with this. Uh, what, are, what are we watching? Morgs, you've been watching anything this week?
3: Better Call Saul, again, It's has very exciting. If you aren't watching it, I can watch it.
1: Yep. Gal? Nothing this week. Nothing this week? No, nothing. You've been busy, have you? Been super busy. Yeah, that happens, doesn't it? Yeah, so hopefully next week. Josh, watch anything? Is he watching anything? Wait, they've all been watching Harry Potter at home. Been right back into re-watching the Harry Potter yeah. movies. Good movies. Yeah.
0: I hated Harry Potter when I had the video shop. And it wasn't until I started watching them with Isabel that I actually really enjoy the Harry Potters. They're great films, really good, really well made. Good yeah, film. I've heard that. Yeah, you've not watched any. I've watched parts of parts of them. Yeah, I think you need to commit. It's one of those ones yeah. where you can't sort of walk in and out. You have got to commit to it. Uh, I'm a bit like I'm a bit like yeah. I haven't watched a lot this week. I've been quite busy, and because we're recording this one a bit earlier, but I just want to go back and say that you've got to revisit Stranger Things. The more I think about season four of Stranger Things, it was great. There's a really good needle drop in the last episode of Stranger Things, which is could be the greatest needle drop of all time. And it's great. It's one of my favourite songs and it's well worth watching just for that. Well, that's it for this week. On Born to Watch, another episode down. We had a lot of fun with this one. It's obviously a movie that's very dear to all of us and will be watched again by all of us, which is rare. Normally Morgs opts out but I think he'll watch this one again. I've got no doubt with that. Now, next week, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to bring it forward. We're going to bring into the 2010s, and we're going to do The Guard, English film starring Brendan Gleason and Don Cheadle, and this is a great movie. How many times have you seen The Guard, Gow?
1: I'm going to take your word for it on that. I'm going to have to do a bit of prep this week.
0: <laughs> Gow's going to be busy. So when we ask him next week what he's been streaming or watching, yeah. it's going to be You'll know. The Guard. Morgs, what are your thoughts on The Guard?
3: Yeah, I, this is a great flick. Looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah, this is one of Brendan Gleeson's best work. He's This is a great movie, and you guys are going to uh, enjoy the episode because we're going to really enjoy watching it and, and dissecting it. From me, Whitey, from The Panic Room, it's been a pleasure yet again. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, everyone. Really enjoyed that tonight.
0: I want to read my tombstone!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's bye from Morgs. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, Give us a 5 star review and share with your friends.